Boom! And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. It is Joey Cates, and we got a great show for you lined up in the studio today from Black Lab. Uh, here we go. I got it right here. Black Lab Game Calls. We got Randy Swayford. Swafford. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> you just, I, just I tried. I tried my best. In the studio, man, we're going to be talking about game calls. He's got a lot over here on the table. Talk about his backstory and how he got into it. Uh, but before we do that, man, we got to thank the people that keep the lights on for us. Uh, right out of the gate. Our sponsor over at Southern Magnolia Smiles, man, that's Dr. Robbie Williams and his staff. Look them up on the socials at Southern Magnolia Smiles on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, haven't came up with a cool 2024 saying, but let's just say uh, book that appointment, man. They're local. They're located uh, Ocean Springs, like I say, Washington Avenue. Give them a shout at 228-215-1202. Tell them that you uh, heard about him on the Brownwater Banter podcast. Uh, our buddy uh, Tyler over at Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you find yourself in need for some legal representation for any reason, man, give them a shout. Uh, they rep, you know, they specialize in all the felonies, misdemeanors, DUI, family law, divorce, child custody. Uh, they even told us a story about representing some guys uh, against, I think, the DMR a few years back. Yeah. So they're from here. They know the coast. Uh, nobody wants to be in that boat, but you, if you are, you want somebody that's going to fight for you tooth and nail, that's Taylor and Cox Law Firm. Uh, give them a shout at 228-696-0111. Uh, our buddy Rocky Brooks over at Cedar Swamp. Uh, two locations now, one in Gaucher, one in Gulfport. He's got you covered on your tackle and your apparel. They're a local shop. Uh, they carry brown water gear. Another great reason to go check them out. He's slinging probably uh, the best. Probably the best reason. He's slinging kayaks out of uh, the Gulfport location. Uh, give him a shout at two two eight two zero five three nine six four. He does real repair. Uh, Rocky's holding it down over there, and you can look him up on Facebook. See the number two, and then Swamp Man. Uh, so check him out. Our buddy Kendrick. Forever young men and women's health. Uh, it's this time of year. It's New Year's. The New Year's resolution. Time to get yoked. Time to get time to get that beach bod ready. That's right. And uh, if you're finding it a little bit difficult, you don't have the motivation. Go to Forever Young Men and Women's. Book that appointment with them. Let them run some lab work on you. Let them see where you're at. Maybe your hormones are deficient. Maybe you need testosterone. Maybe it's a vitamin deficiency, or maybe you're just uh, lazy. And he can help uh, walk you through that as well. Kendrick's uh, jacked himself, so he can help you get back in the gym. Give him a call two two eight three. 363-6623. Tell him that you heard about him uh, from the Brownwater Banter Podcast. We highly recommend it. And he's a great dude, too. You'll have fun uh, shooting the breeze with him while you're there. Uh, and I, one of our new sponsors that just came on, Dewey Do Bugs, located right across the street from uh, Scarlet Pearl in Diabraville. Joey's told me he went and ate it. He said it was great. It's actually boiled. Boiled, yeah. Not, not steamed. steamed, which yeah. steamed is good. Yeah. But this is boiled. Way so better. I feel like it's a little bit uh, – that's different, you know? Yeah. Um, across the street from uh, from Scarlet Pearl, look them up on Facebook, Dewey Dewbugs. And uh, we appreciate them jumping on board with us as well. Probably need to get them in here as a guest on the show. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Larry. He's he's, he's, he's all about it. Okay. He's yeah. just rolling with it. Yeah. And uh, also we want to thank for the year uh, – well, for, for, for January and February – uh, Coastal Marine Sales and Service. Yeah, that's right. Over in Gulfport, they picked up the app sponsor. So uh, whenever you hit that app, hit that button, you'll be seeing them. Yeah, that's right. And if you haven't already downloaded the app, uh, go do that as well. Free on the App Store, Google Play uh, as well. So, all right, let's jump into the conversation. So, Randy, man, sorry for butchering your name on the intro. That's <laughs> it's kind right. of my thing. Though. It's kind of what I do. Um, how the hell did you get into uh, making game calls, man? Uh, well, I grew up. Around my grandpa, he did a lot of woodworking and stuff. He did bowls and vases and uh, built big cabinets and all this. And then uh, he got into making turkey calls, the slate pot calls. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I was always intrigued with woodworking growing up around him. So uh, once he got into those, I started watching him, you know, make those. Uh, and then I got tired of going duck hunting, having to buy these little plastic coals from the store, and they freeze up or stop working, um, or I'd blow too hard and they would uh, peel out, wouldn't make a sound out of them. So I said, well, I know how to do woodworking. Why don't I just make my own? What, what did you start with the woodworking side? Was it this or was it other stuff like cabinetry? Like what, so like what you're I, I've always been big into woodworking. I did uh, a bunch of different stuff for a lot of people. I did a, uh, it was like a flower tower. Uh, I don't know. That's what she called it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I already know where this is headed. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got basically, you. Basically, it, it was just a tier of uh, different little shelves okay. as a triangle to put her pots on. Okay. Uh, so I've done that. I've done some cabinetry, which that is very hard. That's why I do not do it anymore. You got to be perfect. Yeah, you got to be perfect with that. Um, and then I started doing bowls, just like my grandpa. Uh, bowls, bases, uh, plates, different things of that nature. Um, but I didn't get into doing this until 2018. I okay. It was 2018 is when I started doing uh, duck calls. Um, one of my buddies from the army, me and him, were talking about getting into it. And I just took it and ran. Yeah. Um, Don't talk about it. Be about yeah. it. That's right. <laughs> I, I had a I had a lathe um, at the time, and I said, well, I'm going to do it. So I just started. First one I made, screwed it all up. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how you know you're learning. Yeah, didn't do <laughs> didn't do it right. Uh, the barrel insert or the barrel hole, I drilled it. They're five-eighths holes, and I took a Forstner bit and drilled it <laughs> instead of a drill bit. The okay. difference between a Forstner bit and a drill bit is a Forstner bit is your outside diameter. Right. Your drill, drill bit's your inside. inside. Yeah. So when I did my insert down to a 5 8 and I slid it, it yeah. didn't it Blew the wall stick. out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't I, work, so. I, yeah. I got a funny story about that. I hung a metal door one time, and you had to cut the hole for the door handle to go through. It wasn't mm -hmm. pre-cut. And <laughs> I was like, man, this didn't work out too good. Months later, my dad gets in my truck, and he goes, what are you doing with that concrete bit over there? It was in my truck. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, that bit, that's a concrete bit. Yeah. Nice I was like, bit. I was like, no wonder it wouldn't cut that metal door. <laughs> I really struggled to get it through. Yeah. The, the, Masonry's always got the TP on the top. The look of disappointment on his face yeah, was, uh, he failed it was palpable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was very embarrassed. But uh, yeah. So I feel what you're saying is the only yeah. reason yeah. I told him. I mean, him you, you live and you learn. Yeah. Uh, I would have never gotten into it without failing a couple of times. So. That's what I just kind of use. Every time I make a new call, I always look back at where I started. Right. You know, drilling out the, the hole too big, and it wouldn't work. So I had to throw that in the scrap bin. Mm -hmm. And then finally getting it down to where it fit. That was a big achievement for me is, you know, making sure it fit tight. Because uh, some calls you'll get and the, the inserts will be too loose. The, um, and they'll fall out yeah. when you're using them. That's why you see a lot of people will put their uh, lanyard, they use two drops one for their insert one for their barrel because they don't want it to fall off and right. fall out but i take pride on making mine fit real snug like you have to use all your might to twist this one out yeah and i just made this uh today about 30 minutes before coming Damn. down so when Damn. you're in a boat or you're in the marsh yeah up you, to your knees and you know yeah, water you, you don't want to have to worry about your your, your yeah, call falling apart exactly that's why uh i make them real real tight and if i if they're a little loose like i did this cut down i did it to where i took a um what is this called Heat shrink. Yeah. I put heat shrink on it just to kind of keep it in there because this call here has a little spot for your uh, lanyard. Right. A lot of people like having both of them on there as well as the barrel. But uh, this one, didn't. I didn't put one in there. So I just put some heat shrink on it, did a little PS Ult 
uh, trick. Yeah. That I learned from a lot of studying on YouTube and all that. So when, when when I was in college, man, we were staying in an apartment and we had no cable in this apartment, so it was like whatever you could get through the bunny ears on the television. Yeah. And I think it was public service television in, yes, the, in the evening time had a woodworking show that mm -hmm. would come on. And the first couple of times it came on, me and some of my buddies that was in the apartment, we started laughing. We're like, what is this? Like, stupid shit. But then we got sucked into it. Yeah. yeah. And we started yeah. watching old, it. Old Yankee workshop or something, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, dude, I was mesmerized by this dude, what he would do with, like, on the lathe and all the, like, plane and wood and stuff. Yeah. So I can relate to, like, how cool it, it, it is. I've never done it myself. Yeah. Not, like, anything fancy, like, other than cutting a two-by-four or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think that's legit. So can you walk us through the process of, like, what does this thing start out as, and then how do you turn it into, like, that one right yeah. there? The so what it starts out as is when I do these, this is a full cedar, and I literally just found a cedar tree that fell over. I cut a branch off of it. Damn, that's cool. So yeah. this, this call here started as just a branch. Right. Um, and most of my calls start as just a branch unless they're the uh, fancy boys like this Coco Bolo or Ebony, which is this little goose call here. And that's your um, exotics that you got to yeah, order? Yeah, those are the exotics that I got to order because you ain't going to walk out in the Mississippi woods and find a Coco Bolo tree. Yeah. Um, but for, as far as cedar, I just went out and took a branch off, and I cut it about however big it is, and then I cut it down into a barrel at three inches, and I stick it in my lathe, and I drill my 5 eighths hole. Right. And then I have a pin mandrel that I stick it on, tighten it down, and there's a little rubber expands in it. And I turn it down, and I don't have any particular uh, style that I do. Some of my calls will match up, but most of it I just kind of wing it. Whatever the so wood go with the wood. Yeah, whatever the wood tells me it wants to turn into, that's what I turned it into. Um, and then when I go to the inserts, same thing. It's, it starts out as a branch or a two by two block of wood. I put it in the lathe, turn it down and then uh, get it to the shape that I want it to. And the insert here starts out as a 5 eighths round. Just right. A, just a circle. Yeah. And then um, once I get it all done, I drill my quarter-inch hole, and I expand it out with uh, a bit, a step bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then I put it into my jig that I had ordered, which was very expensive, but well worth <laughs> the money because uh, I tried doing it. Try making a jig yeah. by hand and cutting it by hand, that don't work. Mm. Well, it's got to be perfectly straight, perfectly yeah. flat. So this, your insert here has to be perfectly flat. Yeah. All the way until it drops. But both sides have to be flat because you got the hole um, on the inside. And if your reed sits at an angle at any point, you're not going to get a sound out of it. It's going to be all wonky, sound very weird. So it has to be perfectly flat. So that's where that jig comes in. Um, but the jig, you just put it on a bandsaw, cut the slots out and everything, make it round once i get that done you're not finished it doesn't make a sound at that point you have to continue filing and shaping so everything for this insert here and every one of my inserts once i pull it out of the jig it's all done Hand. by just eyes yeah, you look yeah, at yeah. it by eyes i have a a horse rasp that, you know you'll see farriers use and i take it and i just sit here and go at it, sand it, make sure both sides are still flat, get the right pitch on it and everything, and then... And you're trying it the whole time with the reed. Yeah. So you're so trying once, to get the same sound, yeah. right? So once I, I'll sand it, I'll take my rasp, I'll file it down, I'll stick my reeds in there, blow into it, oh, that doesn't sound right, take it back out, file it a little bit more, and it's, <clears throat> uh, it's a play between the wood and the reed itself. What's that reed made out of? It's just, uh, just a, like a plastic. Yeah, that's what I, I, that's I what yeah, it looked yeah. like. I don't know what type of plastic. Right, it is, I did, I just that's what yeah. I thought. It's like it it's looks just like a, plastic from yeah, here. Yeah, it's just a plastic reed. You got your different types of thicknesses. 
Okay. Um, this one's like a ten thousandths of a thickness, so it's very, very thin. Yeah. Um, but you gotta it's a play between the reed and the wood. So um your wood has to be perfectly flat and then your reed has to have a certain uh angles cut on it. For, they're called dog ears, which just makes it easier to blow. Once you put your air through, mm-hmm. it'll make it flutter a lot okay. easier. Because if it's just a square, like I I get them to where they're just square or rectangle. Um and you have to cut your dog ears on there, which I don't know if you guys can see the little angles yeah, yeah, yeah. that are yeah. cut yep. on the... Uh, Let me black you out. Yeah. See if we can get him on there. Nah, it's... Nah, His face is it. still showing. Yep. <laughs> you got your hand in front of the thing. Let's well, I was see. trying to see if you can get it out. I was trying to blank it out. There, there we go. There oh, so that's right, on those corners, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, two-piece reed, one on top, one on bottom, and you got the dog ears on the top mm-hmm. and the bottom. Yep. It looks like the one on top is a little shorter yep. than the top one, but they both dog-eared, almost like a fence picket. Yeah, so yeah. it yeah. basically looks just like the top of a fence picket. Yeah. Um, And this one is called a double reed, which is why it's got two reeds mm-hmm. on there. So you have your double reeds and your single reeds, which we can get into that mm-hmm. uh, if you guys want to. Hell yeah, let's go the only difference between a, d- a double and a single read is it slightly makes a different sound, but I find, and a lo- as a lot of other people find, is your double reads are easier to blow. Just make you don't have to have a lot of air pressure going through to actually make the, you know, duck sound. Yeah. Like you do a single read, but for me, either one. I was hoping you was gonna say a single has one, and a double has two. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does. That would have been yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, the the double makes it easier. You're saying though. Yeah, a lot of people say that the double reads make it easier to blow. I haven't found really the difference between the two. Yeah. Of course, I do this about every single day, uh, and I haven't really found a difference between a double and a single read making a different difference in how much air pressure you got to put through it. But it does change your sound yeah. slightly. You'll okay. get a little bit more. Um, out of it, and then another thing is if you a lot of guys want some rasp behind their calls, right? Um, and you got to you got to uh, cut your reeds at a certain way to get them a certain length to get the raspiness out of it. So the shorter your reed, the more rasp. The longer your reed, the more deep tone you'll get. Right. So for like mallard uh, drakes and mallard hens, you want a shorter reed because they have more of a raspy quack um, than your you know your other ducks like your. Uh, your teals and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then you have different types of duck calls as well. So you have uh, your cut downs, which are, I'll pull this one apart and show you guys what it looks yeah, like. They look like art to me, man. That's yeah, what I'm, I mean, I'm digging for on. For you to turn those and turn them into that, like, have you found where the wood makes different sounds? Yeah. Like different so, woods make so, different sounds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, most definitely. That's so, like yeah. guitar making. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's, just, I mean? it's just like a guitar. Um, your cedar wood will make a different sound than your coca bolo wood. Cedar's a softer wood and mm-hmm. coca bolo is a harder wood. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference in it too, is whether you're using a softer wood or a harder wood. Right. And uh so but your from your acrylics like this to your wood, you'll have two different sounds. You can make right. the same call um from your acrylic and your wood and you'll have two different sounds come out at both because the wood is I guess more dense than your acrylics. Yeah, so vibrate different. Yeah, so they yeah. both make a completely different sound. It's just like building a guitar. Yeah. So you build a guitar with mahogany, and then the guitar was, I guess, walnut. I don't. No, make you guitars. can watch uh, a documentary on like Paul Reed Smith guitars. They have like this vault of all this special wood that's very hard to find. Secret mm-hmm. wood. See, Secret like wood. some that's like you can't even cut that tree down anymore because yeah. it don't even exist. Yeah. Some yeah. shit, and like they'll pick up the block and hit it, and then pick up the same wood but a different block, and it'll 
you can hear they sound yeah. different. So yeah. it, each wood has a different tone, um, and it's all kind of just user's preference, really. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some people will go for Coca Bolo because of the looks. I mean, this is a very pretty, yeah, exotic it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got the. So uh, I'm saying they all look, they all look like they look yeah. like pieces of art. Yeah. So everything I take it as a piece of art because this yeah. is this is what I do. Um, this is your full time gig? No, I wish it was. I will actually Let's get it. There. Yeah, <laughs> I want it to be my full time gig because uh, I have a lot of passion in doing yeah you know, these calls. Um, which I offer a full lifetime warranty on all of them. So if you if you was to purchase a call today, and you know go hunting Arkansas and it breaks, yeah, two days later, I'll fix it. Yeah. yeah, it's free of charge for you. If it's two years later, I'll fix it. Yeah, um, I stand behind every one of these calls that I make for these guys. But uh, that yeah. that means a lot, man. We we did the uh, Bahia sunglasses the other day. That episode yeah, warranty is the, where it's at the warranty yeah, yeah the, the people in the comment section was like this is i'm buying a pair of these just because of that I yeah mean, you spend your money on something you yeah want. and that's what i look at is uh when i first started out um and i priced these i literally looked at the piece of wood and i said i'd pay 50 dollars for that mm-hmm. and that was my price 50 bucks that's how <laughs> i did it that's when i first started out i had no knowledge I think he, I could see a CPA at some point being like, "All right, listen, we need to figure yeah. out yeah. like you got to, this costs this much." And yeah. This is what so we're for. speaking of that, yeah. yeah, when I first started, I literally looked at it. The cedar wood, I would say, "Well, that that wood didn't cost me nothing. I cut it off, cut it off a branch out back." Right. So it would be like thirty-five bucks. Right. And I, you know, I spent like let's say two hours doing it. and I'd say that's thirty-five bucks. Which that's looking $15 back, fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah looking yeah, yeah. two hours. Looking back on it now, I was real dumb about it. But <laughs> um, I actually have a buddy of mine who knows way more about this than i do mm-hmm. and he sat me down and said hey look dummy yeah um yeah. you need to do your profit margins and Correct. different things like that so we sat at his house for four or five hours and we went on my website and went through and looked at every one of the prices and mm-hmm. then went through and did all the different corrected them margins all. Yeah. and corrected yep. everything so a lot of people you got were, a good buddy there yeah yeah a lot of people were looking and said oh why did your price change well, I I got smart. Yeah, uh, I undone. I was it. way yeah. undercutting was myself. Way yeah, I got smart. I had a. Thankfully, he helped me out. Um, which he's big into it. It's a shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, Is that uh, that ain't? Uh, what's his name? Dink. Dink. He's in the comments. He yeah. said repping yeah. that uh, belly buddy season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dink. We were actually talking about that before we went live. <coughs> we may yeah. need to talk to him. Yeah, we as will well. get him on as well yeah. too. I'll give sure. you his contact. Yeah. yeah, he's way funnier than I am. <laughs> uh, way more outgoing. <laughs> That's all right. Um, but back to these. So this is your cut down. Both of these are. Yeah. Uh, this is a sycamore and an oak insert, and this is just full book-matched Coca Bolo. Right. Which, for people who don't understand what book-matching is or anything like that, book-matching means that it's the same wood. Okay. Uh, so if you see, like, a book-matched table or something of that nature. That means the, the legs, the top, everything's, everything's the same. Everything's from, yeah. from the same tree. So this right. this block of wood started out as a, uh, I want to say, a 24-inch square block two by two block and i just cut the insert in the barrel from that same block of wood so it's a book matched wood this yeah. is not this is sycamore and oak right you just found them yeah, yeah. Laying I, just, around. I just went out back and said there's a you know oak tree i'll cut that and i'll cut a branch off of it and then found a sycamore tree uh when i was up in tennessee it fell over and i cut a bunch of branches yeah. off of it um and that's what i started with was sycamore I found a sycamore tree some guy had cut down. Mm-hmm. He already did half the work for me. He cut it down. He blocked. He cut it into blocks and yeah. then stuck it out by the driveway. And I went up and I just started chucking wood in the bed of <laughs> my truck. Here's a call. Here's yeah. a call. Yeah. Here's yeah. a call. Here's yeah. a call. Money, 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 money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's yeah. what I started with. So this is kind of like, this is one of the first calls that I made. That's why I hang it on my lanyard is because it's kind of uh, sentimental. Sentimental, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's yeah. the word. Yeah. Um, 
but a cut down you have your longer barrel which is it's a lot different from you know your standard duck call you have a longer barrel which the barrel for your cut down is the same length as a full duck call that i make um and then you have your insert which starts out just the same as your regular duck call a little longer on the the rear end just because you have so much length on your barrel and all it is is basically what it's a cut down so you take your insert and i pull it out of the jig and i cut it i just chop half of it off but i leave the um hole yeah i don't cut up to your your hole here Uh uh-huh um because if you do that then you ain't got no call Right. But you usually just take the top of it and you cut it. I just stick it in the bandsaw. Really? And so then are, uh, are they all about that many pieces? Each one of these calls? Yeah, each piece is. Uh, you got your barrel, your insert, your cork. Some guys use rubber. Um, I use cork. I just find it holds it a lot better. Yeah. Um, and when it gets wet, it kind of swells. Right. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't shrink and it won't fall out. So when it gets wet swells up expands yeah and then does that change the, you notice changes the it will change the the tone just because it's putting more pressure but it doesn't right. it doesn't do it enough to where it's a problem a, yeah. yeah yeah if if uh a guy that doesn't do this uh make calls he won't notice the difference mm. so the consumer won't notice that there's a change in sound mm-hmm. but for me i'll i'll notice now it. is cork yeah. hard to get i've i've, I've uh, no? no, you got to drink a bunch of wine. Well, <laughs> well I think they even synth- synthetics. That's why I asked the question because I've heard a lot of those brands either it was getting too expensive, yeah. hard to find. Well, I go on uh, a lot of my stuff. I order offline because it's hard to find yeah, stuff to I make bet. duck calls around here. I bet. And <clears throat> a lot of the places I go to are call places. So, um, like Brookside Game Calls, he has corks on there. Um, Echo, he sells uh, reeds and things like that. Pintail waterfowl. So a lot of the same businesses that I'm in, they all sell the same stuff. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go on there and like uh, I can get a hundred pack of cork for you, but like a dollar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, plus shipping. So it, it's not hard for me to find, but if you don't know where to look, I guess it would kind of be hard to find. Right. Um. But yeah, each call is the same. Some of them have more parts. Like this one here is a double read, so it's got one more part than this one does. But um, basically they're all the same. So you got your insert, your barrel, your cork, and your read. That's all a duck call is. Yeah. And then to make the duck call, it's all about how you cut your insert and how you cut your reed. Because um, like I said earlier, the shorter inserts or the shorter yeah. reeds. Yeah. The raspier and longer. Yeah. So so the barrel is, does that have anything to do with the sound or is that all, that's no. all like aesthetics just yeah, for look? Yeah. So, so the barrel most of the time <laughs> is just for looks. Um, I kind of like that more that it's part of like, yeah, to make it look cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all a barrel does. It just makes it look cool. Um. And it gives you a way and to it gives you a way to, to actually work push it. the air through, yeah. right? Right. right. Um, and then a big difference. So if you can see on this cut down, how the hole on this end is very like bored out compared uh-huh, right. to this. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So if you do that, that gives you a louder tone than this one. So this one, I call it. I had a buddy um, in the army. I said, I, I need a name for duck calls. I need I need somebody other than me to come up with some names. So we come up with Swamp Thing, <laughs> nice. which is this for my cedar calls. Like and it. all my cedar calls are timber only because you're in the swamp. There's a lot of timber. Yeah. So I only do them for timber. I don't do open water cedars. Right. And then I said, well, I need one for a cut down. It's very, it's very loud. He said, why don't you call it Loudmouth? Uh, there said, it is. I said, there. Yeah. <laughs> Sold yeah. right so, in front of my face. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, you got me there. So I call it the loud mouth, and that hole being bored out to the size that it is yeah. makes it very, very loud. Really? Yeah. 
uh, I could run this in the timber. I can run it in open water, and the guy seven blinds down will hear me. Yeah. Uh, very, very loud for both of the cut downs, and that's what a lot of people like is it's very loud, and you can put a bunch of air pressure through it since it has the longer barrel. Right. You can put a bunch of air pressure through it and actually – you ever seen like the duck call competitions? It's crazy. Yeah, those guys have like lungs of gods. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand how they do it. Like yeah. how they don't pass out. I don't either. I've training. I, I do it. I do it in the uh, call shop because I have a a few buddies of mine. Um, he puts a lot of air pressure through it, and he really gets down. He watches a lot of Kirk McCollum. Yeah. Uh, or I think that's how you say his last name, but uh, mm-hmm. he's the guy that actually started doing cut down calls. Is Kirk McCollum? Okay. If that's how you say, it. I'm probably butchering his last name. His first name. That's is Kirk. fine, Jared. Yeah. Butchered your name. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm your name <laughs> yeah. So he's the guy that I guess kind of forefathered the the cut downs. Okay. Right. Um, he watches a lot of videos, and I think he gets a little bit too in depth into it. <laughs> and he'll be out in the woods just getting after it, yeah. trying to blow into. Those are my favorite yeah. people, though. Yeah. That just just nerd out but, on I mean, something. But can you do? The, can you get too intense and like just blow your e completely yeah. out? Yeah. So like, you, you can, and I try to. Uh, when I make my calls, I try to fight that. Because I know a lot of people out there um, put a lot, like try to put a lot of air pressure and try to get real into it. Yeah. Because they think the duck two states over is gonna hear <laughs> them and come in. So well, we're hunting Mississippi, <laughs> but I know they're from Arkansas. Yeah. 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 I want them Tennessee ducks. Yeah. Coming yeah. So I know a lot of people do that because a lot of my buddies do that. So uh, I try to fight that, but it's very hard to fight it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you put too much air pressure. You'll push that reed, and it'll catch the inside of the barrel, and it'll just kind of stick. That's what we call a sticking reed. Okay. Um, so it will happen. It's but just, it's under warranty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, uh, that's not broke. That's just a user error. Yeah, it will be a user error. But, but it has to be fixed, though, no? Well, what you could do is if you're out there and your reed sticks, mm-hmm. you know, take your insert out and then look at it, and your, your reed needs to be kind of set centered on your insert. Okay. Right? If it's too far canted over to the side, like that, gotcha. that's stuck. You're gonna stick it. Okay, yeah. so you can just um, move it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got gotcha, you. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Literally, just if you're in the woods, don't pull the reed out because uh, you'll, you'll lose it. You'll lose that yeah. sucker. Yeah. Um, but just center it back up to where it looks centered on both on both sides. And looks quit like, blowing so damn yeah. hard. And then pop it back in there. <laughs> chill yeah, out a little bit. Yeah. Chill out a little. Yeah, yeah. Chill out a little bit. Um, because a lot of people do that. I try to fight it, but it's very hard to fight. Yeah. Um, we had a uh, comment come through earlier. I'll put it back up on the screen here. Tyler, uh, Blake. Buddy yours, he said. Yep. Uh, he said that's my boy's dream since Afghanistan. So yeah, yeah, you weren't lying about that. So what? Uh, you was in the military? Yeah, I okay. was in the army. Uh, I was a what? fifteen Romeo, which is the Apache mechanic. Nice. What it is. So I worked on the Apache helicopters. Were you out of uh, Gulfport over here? Mm-mm. No. Okay, my cousin does that. Yeah. Uh, he's a hydraulics mechanic out of yeah. CV. It, is it CV? Well, it's the the base right by. Uh, the, the golf course, right yeah. across the street from the golf yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was a hydraulic mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, so I went uh, – well, I guess I'll just tell you my life yeah. story here. Yeah, let's yeah, go. go ahead, uh, That's why we're here, dude. Yeah, we might we, we, <laughs> we need <might laughs> <do> some more <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> we'll get some more whiskey. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I grew up kind of jumping all around the place, all around Mississippi. This is where I grew up. So I grew up in Gulfport, uh, Socher, um, not Saucer, Socher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then what I find I found home – in Janus, which a lot of people don't know where that's at. You two probably don't know mm-hmm. where it's at. Nope. I've um, seen it driving up. It's on 49? 29. 29. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was so, wrong. Uh, if you know where Brooklyn is, Brooklyn, Mississippi, you're going through 40, up 49 like you're going to Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll come into Forest County, and you're yep. in Brooklyn. Okay. Right next to that is Janus. Janus. Okay. Yeah. So, if you get on 29 and you go north, you'll come into Janus. You won't notice. 
Yeah. It's what Jason Aldean calls like one of them flyovers yeah. town. Like yeah. You go through towns. it and you'll never yep. even know. You'll yeah. never even notice you're in there. There's one sign that yep. says Janice and it's that's going it. south like you're leaving. Right. Yeah. And that's the that's only one. Um, And uh, I grew up there. That's where my grandpa's uh, house is. That's where him and my grandmother kind of just made home. Yeah. And, Smart uh, man, probably. Yeah. Have I had he guess. went out into the woods and he said, I'm not, I'm, I'm staying here. I'm not dealing with and, the rest uh, of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what a lot of, I guess, my characteristics come from him because he basically raised me as a as a father figure. And that's right. what kind of got me into the woodwork and stuff. Um, so I found home there. I lived with uh, my gran- my granny for a long time going to high school up there at Perry Central. And then yeah. I moved again back down here and I went to West Wortham High School. Oh, I yeah. Graduated. Here's the county, yep. baby. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I lived with uh, the Wolfpack. I guess. I don't yeah. know. The, the hurricanes. Hurricanes. That's West Harrison. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you, what, you said West Wortham. Didn't West I? Wortham's the wolf pack. Oh, yeah. no, I, went to, I meant West Harrison. Yeah, 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 West yeah, yeah. Harrison. I never heard of West Wortham. West Wortham's in Harrison County, yeah. but they're, yeah, West Harrison. They're like the middle school. He's a yeah. teacher. I, I coached West Harrison. Oh, you do? Yeah, I did. No. I did a long time ago. That was my first coaching job. Like, really? Yeah. 2009, 2010. Wortham. West Wortham's yeah. middle school over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I graduated from West Harrison. There you go. Uh, I played football a little bit there, but didn't. Once I left Perry Central, uh, football just kind of left my mind because I grew up playing football up there at Perry Central. And once I left there, it's like I'm I'm leaving all my, my team. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. I, I played a little bit, but then didn't really get back into it. Graduated. From there, uh, short short story. I met my wife there, but didn't know it at the time. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It bees like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just ran yeah. into her. Yeah. yeah. Um, got out of high school. Said, "What in the world am I going to do with my like? What am I going to do? You know, the typical young kid. What What am I going to do with life? Right? Yeah, it's a daunting um, question. It yeah. is. Yeah. And it was either work at Ingles. Yeah. Or it's a good job. It's I mean, a good it's job. It's a good career. Yeah, good, good benefits. The whole nine. But it was either work at Ingles. Yeah. Or join the military because I am not a school guy. Yeah. I do not like school. I did good in school, but I hated it. Yeah. I hate yeah. studying. Hate everything about it. Um. So, I said, you know, I've, I've always wanted to be in the military. Ever since I was like knee high to a grasshopper, I was like, yep. I want to. I want to be in the military. Mm-hmm. So, um, went to the recruiter. Uh, walked into the army recruiter. Hey, I want to join. They were like, "Well, this is pretty daggum simple." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's yeah. an easy recruit." Well, here's yeah. a piece yeah. of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Sign, Sign right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it was. Is a dude, and uh, I forget his name, but he was probably one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Um, he said, "All right, well, what do you want to do?" I said, "I ain't got a clue." He was like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, and, and perfect candidate. Yep. Sign right here." Yep. Yeah. That being a mili- that being a recruiter, he probably oh, was yeah, like, you, "Oh, I got this." Yeah, yeah. you yeah. could have got a steak dinner out of him yeah, for no sure doubt. if you'd known high insight. Yeah. yeah, I said, "Well, I don't know what I want to do." Yeah, and uh, he said, "All right, well, let's go take your ASVAB." So I took it up in Jackson, waited a few days, got the results back, and he said, "Well, here's a list of jobs you can do." I said, "All right, what are you good?" He's like, "What are you good at?" I said, "Well, I can weld." And I uh, can turn a wrench. There you go. He said, well, which one do you want to do? <laughs> I said, I'd rather turn a wrench. The welding's hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I said, I'd rather turn a wrench. He said, okay. So I went back to Jackson to MEPS, and yeah. uh, that's where you go in, at least for the Army. I can only speak for that. Yeah. You go in, you sit down with a bunch of grumpy people, and uh, <laughs> they say, what do you want to do? 
That's, where you, that's where you do your physical. And yeah, all yeah. That's, that's where you do your physical. Usually it's yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. and Jackson, depending on what maybe branch you have. Yeah. 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 So with me being up there in uh, Janice, I went to Hattiesburg. So he said the closest one's Hattiesburg or yeah. Jackson. Yeah. So we went up there. Uh, and then I went up there, had some old dude watch me use the bathroom. Mm. Pee in uh, a cup. Pee in a cup. And then do yeah. your physical. Uh, look at something on the wall and read it. Um, and then uh, go talk to some grumpy old man. And he said, what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, you need to figure it out. Well, what do you got? Right. So give me some options. Yeah. He yeah, said, well, what, do you, what do you like to do? I said, mechanics. He said, okay. You ever thought about being a helicopter mechanic? No. I said, not once. I said, I like helicopters. but <laughs> Sounds I like, cool. Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. I like, <laughs> Can I, like I shoot the gun once or twice? And yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I said, I like helicopters, but I like them up there. Yeah. You know, in the air, you know, away from me. That's a good thing for a mechanic to want, right? Yeah. That's right. You right. Don't want if to you fall. said I like him on the ground, I'd be like, I don't want that guy working yeah. my shit. So uh, he said, okay, well, here's your, you know, looking at your ASVAB, you can do these things. He said, you can be a Chinook uh, mechanic, a Blackhawk mechanic, or an Apache mechanic. Going Apache. All, all are cool. Well, I knew none of those. Oh, you didn't know what that meant? <laughs> nope. Yeah. I didn't know a single helicopter. Gotcha. The name of them. Right. Yeah. And he said, well, we'll start in alphabetical order. And luckily he did because he started with the Apache. Yeah. And it's a bad, uh, yep, bad I, weapon system. The only thing I seen on there was the gun, and I said, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. I went to basic in Fort Jackson. Easiest thing I've ever done. Okay. Real easy. Thought it was going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Um, left there, then went to uh, Fort Eustace, Virginia to work on the helicopters. That was pretty easy. Believe it or not, working on a helicopter in the Army is not hard. Really? They give you a book, and it tells you everything you need to do step by step. It, see, that's funny because you <laughs> said that earlier about not liking school and learning. Yeah. And, I, and I was going to say, but I bet you learned how to learn at some point, yeah. especially doing this stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. I think people that don't – they say they don't like school, they're not good at it. They either didn't have, like, a good experience or they didn't ever find a passion yeah. about what to learn about. And then yeah. when you, usually when you find that – Yeah. Was, you see you, what I mean? Like, people – Nobody wants to – Write an English paper. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Some people, some people do. do. Some, some people, people. Yeah, but None of us. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Nobody's in a district. Right. But it's us. like, hey, you want to learn about woodworking or do you want to learn how to work on a, a, de- a death Absolutely. a death copter? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah, so what got me into mechanics was my grandpa did mechanics too. He was kind of a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. But then when I was at Perry Central, they had the trade school. Yeah, CTE. Uh, yeah. Votech. Votech, that's yeah, what they yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, And I did mechanics up there, but it's such a – small school compared to like West Harrison or Harrison Central that they did mechanics and welding. Gotcha. All in one class. One course, so, yeah, yeah. That's where I learned to do all that, where I learned to mechanic, where I learned to weld. Um, and then I went home and I just did it. Mm-hmm. I started Petaluma stuff. Um, so that's what got me into mechanics. And then uh, once I j- got done with uh, Fort Eustis, I went to Fort Campbell and stayed there for six years. That was the only duty station I went to. Where's that at? In Kentucky. Okay. Well, Kentucky slash Tennessee. It kind of engulfs both of them. Gotcha. So you got Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and then Clarksville, Tennessee, and Fort Campbell's kind of like smack dab right in the, the middle, middle of, of both yeah. of those. So you did, you did six years, deployed to Afghanistan at least once, part yeah. of the comments. Yeah, went to Afghanistan. That's where me and old Tyler Blake there became real good friends. Uh, and I got a story about that one. <laughs> um, and then I went to Europe, too. I did a – Austin rotation. Miller said he's still at Campbell. Can you believe that? I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Appreciate your service there, Austin. Yeah, uh, we yeah. appreciate you. Campbell, Campbell's like a, well. a black hole. 
Really? Once, once you're there, they do not want to get rid of you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It depends on if you like Campbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good answer. If you like the good area, answer. yeah. If you like the area, it's a good thing. If you want to travel, not a good thing. Not a yeah. good thing. Yeah. How many times did you deploy? Uh, deployed technically one time to Afghanistan because I don't really consider the Europe rotation a deployment. Right. More just a rotation. It was like a little vac- vacation. Uh, you could say that. It was during COVID, so. Oh. Uh, Poland. Well, at least you got to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. no, during COVID, it's probably all locked down. Yeah. So, well, you didn't want to see the people. You just wanted to see the sights. A lot of it. <laughs> I don't think they could e- – could you even go around? Could you even do anything? Uh, in Poland, we got – since we were locked down on the real small little uh, base to where our, like, PX, which is a, basically like a Walmart. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Was literally a, a trailer, like an 18-wheeler trailer. Mm-hmm. That was our PX. Yeah. So we got lucky, and they were like, all right, we'll let you go, you know, see the sights. So we got to go out in Poland, um, which was very fun. I enjoyed the hell out oh, of Poland. Oh, yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt. Uh, and then we went to Germany, which was full lockdown. Couldn't do anything. Right. Uh, we did a little field rotation there, so we barely could even go on the German, like, uh, the base that they have there. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just stuck out in the woods. And then I that went. That probably sucked. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it and did then I suck. went to uh, Bulgaria and Romania. See, you got to see some. Sh- I mean, you know, flying you just got to be there. Yeah, flying over, I got yeah. to see everything. Yeah. Um, but once I got to uh, Romania, it was you're on the base. You ain't going nowhere. Uh, Ty, uh, let's see here. Uh, Tyler Blake said you tried to kill him with a helicopter. Yeah, that's the story. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. that let's is true. It. We got to hear it now. All yeah. right. Yeah. So we were in Afghanistan, and we got a call for a tick, which is troops in contact on our guys that were on a jump farp. It was uh, some fuelers were over there, um, and they were getting you know contact. So mm-hmm. uh, they called us said, "Hey, we're launching." So me, him, and I, I forget who was there. It was a very fast little movement. I just remember me and Blake, or Tyler, whatever he wants to get called. Uh, we we jumped into the truck. And his government name. Yeah, his government name. <laughs> too many, two first names. Which one, yeah. sir? Yeah, well, yeah. he's got three first names. It's Ugh. Clinton, Tyler, Blake. Okay. Oh, so, all right. You yeah. just put him out there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's fine. He'll live. Yeah. Um, so we jumped in the truck, drove down to the aircraft, got it all uncovered and everything, and I was a runner. I was just running around back and forth between the two, and Tyler was on one of the aircraft with our commander, and I forget who was in the front seat, probably a lieutenant, because he liked flying with lieutenants, just to make fun of them. Um, <laughs> and uh, I come running back to his aircraft that he was on, and my platoon sergeant said, hey, we need a starter. I said, okay, where do you want me to get that? To go pull it off of one that we got down over there, which was like four pads down. And the pads were as wide as this room, if wider. Okay. And then they had spaces in between them. So I had to run a pretty long ways. So 30, 40 yards. More than that. Yeah. But uh, so I said, okay. So I grabbed some tools, ran down there, took it off, handed it to a, one of my buddies who is a armament guy. And it, he worked on the gun and the wiring and stuff. Handed it to him, said, don't drop this. He said, okay. So he's running like this, holding it because there's oil and all in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so me and him were up on the engine. He was leaned over the engine now, this, like this. This is on an Apache, right? I'm yeah. Make, okay, yeah. yeah. Just making sure. All right. About yeah. to take off. Yeah, so uh, it was about to take off, but the starter had mm-hmm. – it's got two engines and two starters. So one engine was running. Mm-hmm. The other engine wasn't running. Was not running. Because the starter wouldn't run. Yeah. Like my lawnmower. Yeah. yeah. And you, you have a uh, a small, like, baby engine. Uh, it's called an APU, an auxiliary power unit. Right. In the center that powers both of them by pushing air to the starters and then – I can get into detail, but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. you guys care. Yeah, yeah we, we got, got you. you. We, got, um, we got you. But so one engine was going, but they had to shut it down, but they left the APU on, which is 
like the what the primer of it, right? yeah, right. yeah, kind of yeah. like your primer. So yeah. they left it on because our maintenance test pilot and our um, uh, platoon sergeant said it's fine; it can stay running while you guys do this. We, we said okay. Okay. <laughs> we didn't know. That. <laughs> I, 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 I think like it's not, not a good yeah, idea. I feel like maybe yeah. that wasn't the answer. Yeah. Let's no, go. it wasn't let's, the answer. It wasn't the answer. We said okay. You know, yeah. we're both young, right? Specialists. Right. I think he was a specialist, and I was a private at the time, or we were both specialists. I can't remember. E one, E two, E four, E four. So oh, I know yeah. he was an E four. I was. I think it was either an E three uh, or E four. I don't remember what rank okay. I was at the time. All right. But he's leaned over like this. The starter's kind of in front of you on the engine, and he's leaned over, taking the nuts loose. Right. So we can twist the starter and pull it off. There's a pipe that comes up from the APU to the starter, and the APU sends air through it to spin it over. While I'm loosening the clamp on the pipe, it's one of these clamps that close and then has a little thing that flips over, right. and you tighten the nut down, and it sinks it in. So I'm loosening it up, and I remember I had my thumb on it, about to push it to pop it off, and I turn and I look back at my platoon sergeant and be like, hey, we're good? Yeah. Can I do this? Yeah. Because the APU's still running. And uh, I something said, your spotty sense was going off. Yeah, like some, maybe I should check and make yeah, sure. Yeah, something said, yeah. "Hey, don't do that yet." Ask. Yeah. So I turned and I look, and I remember my platoon sergeant going, "Just fucking do it." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, why, why are you here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds like a direct order to yeah. me. Yeah. I said, yeah. "All right, cool." Now Blake still like this, and he's working. He's got his face looking at it, and he's probably you know this high off of the engine. I said, "Okay," popped it. And as soon as I popped it, all that air pressure was still Bow. built up oh, yeah, into Lord. it. And uh, it just came raging right past me, right past my face, straight into Blake's. Because um, you were kind of turned. Yeah, I was so turned really, like it this. It hit you. And yeah. it kind of went right past my ear. It hit me. It was hot. It was right. hot as hell. Um, I lost hearing in this ear for a while. Still got not good hearing in it. But uh, popped right past me, went all into Blake's face. And uh, I went down like this because my ear hurt. Yep. And then... My platoon sergeant and MTP were like, are you good? And I said, don't worry about me. Check him. Yeah. yeah. Blake was in the fetal. He took the money shot. Yeah. He was in the fetal <laughs> position on the little platform like this. And I was like, he's dead. Check yeah. him. Don't, yeah. don't worry about me. Medic. And uh, they were looking at him, and he popped back up and was like, holy shit. And we went back to working. Mm -hmm. It was like nothing even happened. We just kept yeah. going. Pulled the starter off, put it back on, launched him. All that was in 11 seconds. Jesus. Yeah. Um, How bad did he get burned? I mean, you couldn't tell. His face was red. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, skin peeling right, type right, of shit. Right, right, He can probably tell you what. He probably uh, got a hard head. Probably hit him right in the head. <laughs> yeah, he got a hard head. <laughs> yeah. He could probably tell you how hot it was because he yeah. Googled it. I don't remember, though. But it was Hotter hot. than you wanted. Yeah, it was hot as hell. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, that was the time I almost killed him. Yeah. Well, that's a good story. That's good that's stuff. When, that's a good yeah, story. that's when me and him became real good friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That the uh, the Apache though that's it's a that's a badass weapon system. Huh? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, and and you were as the mechanic though kind of covered the whole entire plane. Is there like you deal with the engine only, hydraulics no. so only, or you responsible for everything? As the mechanic of it, you do engine, hydraulics, everything. Airframe, well not airframe. You got people for that, but engine, hydraulics. You know, just the me basic mechanics. But stuff. don't touch the weapon systems. No, that's the Yankees. That's the armament and their armament and. Uh, wire guys yeah they, yeah. they chase wires <laughs> wire they play guy. with the gun i like um, it <laughs> that's all they do yeah. you're a wire guy yeah. wire guys. you're a wire guy they can yeah. they can have that job because <laughs> yeah. none of the wires are like around here where it's like color coded and all mm -hmm. that no it's, they're all white <gasps> so good. they can you got label yeah it. yeah they can have that so we we say all that and again thank you for your service yes. I, I love hearing those kind of stories but um You've been talking about making these duck calls since then. That yeah. was y'all were talking about that in Afghanistan. Yeah, telling these guys. Yeah, that. so we deployed in eighteen to nineteen, 
and in 2018, me and uh, another one of my buddies, Bright, was talking about making calls, and I started doing it then. You know, I ran with it, and then that's all basically I talked about in Afghanistan was I want to go home and start doing this again. Really? Because Afghanistan was fun. A lot of people won't say it was, but my experience right. was fun. People, you know, all the grunts will say, oh, you're a pogue. I don't give a crap. I What's that? People other than grunt. Yeah. Ah, there, that's <laughs> yeah. a good Okay. Anyone yeah. that's not an infantryman is a right. pogue. Uh, right. So I don't care. I had fun over there. I did a, I did a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this is all I wanted to do. I wanted to go home, make some duck calls. And I was talking to him about, like, that's what I want to do when I get out. Yeah, do this full time. Well, we love talking to people on this show yeah. that are doing. Get you a drink, man. You've been talking yeah. a lot. <laughs> You've been talking a lot. We, I love talking to people on this show that are doing like their passion. You know, that's that's my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, um, my thing is, where do you get the sound? Like, I know you've heard. We've all heard ducks. We've yeah. heard a mallard. We've yeah. heard a, a teal. We've heard a coot. We've heard all that. A turkey. I don't know if I could make a call just from me remembering what the sound is. Do you have something that makes that sound that you try to mimic or you just do it all from memory? Yep. Uh, so I go on YouTube and I look up, you know, ducks quacking on the pond. Some oh, random, okay. Yeah. I, I see where you're at now. I just assumed that what you, cause you said you YouTubed yeah. a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. I just assumed there was a formula. There's a, no, no, you th- just go by ear. Yeah. So there's not used it like, okay. So the, the reed is mm-hmm. plastic. Yep. You buy that. Yep. That's where your sound comes from. Yeah. Okay. There's not a cut the reed like this or this. You can you can cut your reed differently and get different sounds. Like your cut downs have are cut different. Let me say it like this. There's not okay. We're making a mallard call. Mm-hmm. Buy this gauge reed of plastic and cut it like this, and you're going to be there. No. So a lot of the duck. Oh. A lot yeah, of the. I, I just. It's assume, all by ear. Yeah. A lot of the I duck can see tuning it by ear. Yeah. yeah. I just assume that's how that was. Yeah. A lot of the duck hunting community don't. They don't tell you nothing. So all of this, like I did a lot of research watching YouTube on people turning calls and turning their inserts and things like that. But no one is on YouTube showing you how to cut. Lynn Ford. Granny. Okay. Said I've never heard him talk this much. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. We appreciate it. He's drinking. It's because yeah, they gave us like a drink. That. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, like yeah. that. that. We like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no one on YouTube's telling you how to cut your reeds, how to shave your tone board or anything what plastics to use mm-hmm. what thickness that's nothing, because they're nothing. yeah it's a they're, it's that's a, a trade secret, secret. Proprietary. Yeah, 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 yeah. proprietary yeah it's a real big trade secret and so all of this i work i'll i research how to turn the call how to do that and then right, okay. everything else i would literally go um like my mallard call that i make a uh, buddy of mine dink he was on yeah, there. yeah he's still here yeah, yeah i took one of his uh mallard calls i took it apart and i took a picture of it and i put it back together and I gave it back to him. And then I went home, pulled the picture up on my phone, and just kind of mimicked what it looked like and how the reed was cut and all things like that. And that's how I do it. And then I blow into it. Oh, nope, need a little bit more. You know, fiddle with it some more. Right. Need a little bit more. And then I'll take a video, send it to him, be like, how does this sound? And he'll be like, oh, it needs, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'll go off of it from that. But most of when I do these calls, it's all by ear. From memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good question because I just, like I said, I assumed that that was part of the YouTube. Hey, here's how you cut the read. Nope. You use this no. thing it's and it's automatic. This, yeah. this is the Mallard read, yeah. right? So that's not the case. So no. then the YouTube part of it and the woodworking part of it is for the – Just attorney. The yeah, ter- just attorney. There's, yeah. there's a few people on uh, YouTube, like if you go back like five, six years ago, mm-hmm. you'll see some old heads on there turning them and then cutting them and stuff like that but it's very few far between and they don't really talk you through the process it's more of like 
This is what I'm this, doing. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. There'll just there'll be a camera from some like teenager that wants to put it on there, and <clears> you'll just see the old manager. There it is. That's a that's a mallard call. So without giving away any secrets, um. Do you know now how to like say okay this read with this thickness is you, you, oh, you kind of know the mallard, formula now yeah, that's yeah. a mallard yeah. Yeah. yeah I can kind of look at it and be like okay I know what this is gonna be I can hear it right. when I put it together I'll blow into it and like all right yep that sounds right or no but needs a little bit more I kind of done it enough to know yeah. how to do it and I kind of so have my it, own formula so take that one right there so if yep. you if you did that cedar one. You don't know what kind of call you're making until you put the read in. I have a plan for it. Yeah. So, like the cedar one, I'll say, all right, this one's going to be a timber call. Because right. you have your timbers, your open waters, your cut downs, and teals, duck. mallards. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the way You around. have all different types of calls. So, when I make them, I'm like, this one is going to be a timber. timber. Call. Yeah, yeah. And then this one's a hybrid that I made for a guy um, that hasn't picked it up yet. And a hybrid that yeah. I make is a mix between an open water and a timber. Right. So I know going into it, this is what I want. Um, and I'll try my damnedest to make it to that. So the, the difference. I was going to say, if I'm about to piss all the duck guys off, <laughs> is that what you're about to ask? No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm guessing the difference is between the timber is going to be bouncing off trees and the open water is going to be. Yeah, so that's what I thought, but yeah, I wanted yeah, to go yeah, ahead yeah, and yeah, ask yeah. just for people that are listening that don't yeah, know anything so, about this. So your timber calls are <clears throat> built more for being in the timber. Right. So they're going to sound better in the timber. They're going to be loud and kind of bounce the trees and not make it as far out as your open water your open water is still loud but it doesn't have to bounce off anything so it's more just like hey Projected. we're here right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. hey yeah. we're here you know come over here your right, timber right. is kind of just ding 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 off the trees kind of making it sound like you know you get more ducks in and then your cut downs are kind of what it, they do both now i used to own we used to have three or four mallards when I was growing up in our pond just, mm -hmm. you know tame or pets. whatever yeah. pet well they really weren't pets but they yeah. they stayed there um do you have different styles of calls inside of each species of duck, or is it the same? Yeah, so I have wood ducks, um, which this is a mini wood duck. This one and this one here. These two are uh, mini wood ducks yep. Yep. that I make. So that's just a, a wood duck call. That's but all the same does. sound on both of those? On both of those two calls right there, yes. Okay. They're, they're the same sound. So for a wood duck, you try to make one sound. There's mm -hmm. not like wood duck this, wood duck that. It's no. just, okay. All right. No. That's what I was getting at. Well, it, it, I, I think he's trying to say is like for deer, is there a mating call for wood ducks? Or like a, I'm about to land yeah. or I'm far away. Like that, all the same Again, sound. not duck hunters. So yeah. that is how you do it, how you blow into okay. it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when I make it, I make a wood duck call. That makes total sense. And yes. then when the user... I bet the audience is like, are these fucking idiots? <laughs> yeah. The ones who get to interview him? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. That's, the, just, that's where we're at with it. The end user is the, the person that's going to make those different sounds, like your quack, your landing, uh, your feed chuckles, and those things. It's all about how you do it. Yeah. So a lot of people for like their feed chuckles would do tuck, 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 tuck. Mm-hmm. And then some people change it up and do a different way of doing it. I do the tuh, 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 tuh when I do my feed chuckles. That's, that's how I learned, and right. that's what works for me. Okay. And other people will change it up and do something completely different and be like, no, you got to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And right. then you try it, and you screw it all up. So you just make the tool. Yeah. It's right. up to the user yeah. to that makes use sense. the tool. Yeah, and yeah, that's what, a, a, like, the go back to the research on YouTube, that's what I do. I'll go on there, and I'll watch, like, uh, Echo Calls. Mm -hmm. He'll get on there, and he'll, he's got some videos of how to do, like, your feed chuckles and your your landings and your um, all that stuff, and I'll watch him. And then I'll just sit there and I'll play it and I'll try to remember it as best as I can. And then I'll grab my call like when I'm in the truck going to work. 
I just sit there practice. and blow into it and practice. Yeah. <clears throat> going back, and again, no trade secrets. Don't give them away. But going back to the tuning, mm-hmm. is, that a, is that a matter of getting trimming the reed? It's both. So okay. it's, it's trimming your reed and how you do your insert. Okay. So it's how you cut your insert <coughs> and how you trim your reed. Because your open water and your timber are two completely different uh, inserts, mm-hmm. but the reeds are basically the same. Okay. So it's it kind of both. Okay. Um, and then your hybrid is a mix between both of those timber and um, open water. And yeah. I don't know if a lot of people out there are doing hybrid calls. I haven't seen them. I just had a buddy of mine, uh, Gabe. He said, "Hey, I want a call that I can use both timber and open water." Right. And I said, well, I'll give it a hell of a shot. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I did it and made it. Explain the uh, ceramic process. Is this probably different than the wood process, Yeah, right? so this is acrylic. Um, I mean, acrylic. Yeah, I'm acrylic. Same. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's a different. It's basically kind of the same process, except your acrylic is a lot harder to turn. Yeah. It takes me a lot longer to do this call than it does to do this call. Right. Um, just because it's really, really hard. Um, you still that, turn that on the lathe, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's all on the lathe. It's all by hand. It's the same process as making it from wood. It just takes a little longer to do your acrylics. And you have to order that, I guess, in blocks? Is that how they Yeah, so this this started out as a, um, I think it was like a, I don't even remember the length. It was about yay long. Right. Uh, just rod. <laughs> and I had the guy from Deadshot Customs. That's where I ordered these. These are the Mossy Oak Bottomlands. And you can get any camo you want, right? Any finish? From, from him, you can get only Mossy Oak because you can't have Mossy Oak and Realtree partnership oh, yeah, at the same time. Yeah, because they're stepping on each other. Yeah, yeah Pepsi and Coke. Yeah, Pepsi <laughs> yeah, and Coke. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but, but it, it comes with that already inside of the camo in it. Yeah, it comes with the camo already inside of it, um, which is good because I have no idea how to do that. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just order the block or the rod from him, have it already pre-bored uh, at the 5 eighths hole because uh, I had got it one time, which you can see that right there, how it's yeah. white on the inside. Right. So I get my inserts full to where there's no hole in it. But I tried to drill out my 5 eighths hole uh, through that one time and completely blew it out to where mm. the camo on the inside was getting cut out. Wow. So from then on, I was like, oh, that was another learning experience yeah, for me. Yeah. I emailed him and said, hey, this happened. He said, what are you doing? I told him, he said, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I said, yeah, right, you're not right. doing it right. Yeah. yeah. I said, okay. He's, he's like, yeah, you need this type of lathe to do that with that. I said, nope, oh, that makes sense. All right. And uh, ever since then, I've just been ordering them pre drilled right uh for these but I, they still come as a cylinder so i'm still turning them down and then uh taking these rods that are full rods and then cutting them and everything yeah P- people that are listening uh the takeaway from this is don't be afraid to ask a question and don't be afraid to make a mistake too. yeah you know yeah, that, so that hinders a lot of people from trying something new yeah a lot of this was all just making <laughs> mistakes and being like okay well let me write that down right like the five eighths hole or as we talked about earlier mm-hmm. wrote that down well don't do that <laughs> use an actual drill bit not a fortuner bit yeah and right then, you uh, screwed it up i yep. got a checklist of, like i'm sure an av uh, mechanic right a checklist of things yep. you got to go over like yeah. don't do this do that don't do this yeah yeah, yeah so it's, it's all the same i just if i make a mistake i'm like okay let me jot that down and i'll you know put that in the memory bank and the next time i do it i'm like hey i did this last time and it screwed up let's do it this way this time yeah. And that's all I do. Yeah. Give us a rundown of what you got on the table. So yeah. if I'm a, a yeah. consumer and I want to go to you and say, hey, I'm going on a duck hunt next week. what? Or especially the people that don't know a lot right, about right, duck right. calls at all. Yeah. Kind of like us. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I have my timber calls, um, cut down calls, 
And, then, and these are for ducks? Yeah, so these okay. these are what I'm about to show you is all ducks. All right. um, I have a hybrid, which is this one here, which is a mix between my open water and uh, timber. I think this one, I stopped dropping stuff. Yeah. That's a timber. So this is my mallard that I made myself. So okay. that's just a mallard drake. Right. You know, um, wood duck for here, and I don't have any open water. Wait. Those last two, if Joey, could you yeah, put them back towards him? Or maybe he can do it, pull oh. it back towards him. Yep. Oh. Oh, it was like chess. <clears throat> they're, yep. all, they're all drop tested. Don't worry about That's it. That's right. It's, it, they're, they're drop tested. Last, and yeah. they have a great warranty. Yeah. 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 So um, open water. Okay. And then Perfect. this is another timber here. And then also do goose. Well, see? Yep. Drop tested. Yep. Uh, goose calls as well. And uh, crow calls and turkey calls. I don't but this is a crow call. It's used for turkey hunting. Right. So if, crows and owls. I do owls, too. I just don't have any. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones I have are in Cedar Swamp, if they're still there. Hopefully they're not. Hopefully someone bought them. Well, there was a, yeah, there was a few. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, the reason why we got this podcast is I walked into Rockies probably yeah, the day after. Less than, yeah, 24 yeah. hours after you did. Yeah, and he right. was in the comments earlier, yeah, too. Yeah, right and, I, and I saw this whole thing calls, and I was like, these are the coolest things i've ever seen yeah, so the, I, I gave you a ring and yeah and the day after i actually went down there and put them gave them those calls to put in there and then the next day you called me so yeah it was like literally the next day yeah damn yeah yeah um so your crow call is used for like turkeys for loc they're called locator calls turkeys and uh for turkeys you blow this first thing in the morning and generally a tom will respond yeah he'll gobble back at you and then you'd be like, all right, well, he's over there. Yeah. We go run in so there. Now we're going to run over yeah, there, and then we're going to try to call try, him to us. Yeah, try to call him to us. And yeah. then I do a bunch of different uh, turkey calls. I have box calls. Yep, because uh, Nicholas Mullins says, uh, you happen to bring any turkey calls with you, I still got to get one. Yeah. Well, there they are right there. You yeah, there's, box call, there's right? one right here. Yeah, so this is what I call a scratch box call. <laughs> I think I've, I've seen these before. Yeah, right? so these are like a, a real old school style of turkey calls, and not a lot of people make these anymore. They're more box calls and slate pot calls. Right. Which I do those two. The slates with the stick. Yeah, the, the slates flat. with the stick yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. all that. Um, which I do those when I've done copper uh, pot calls, um, aluminum pot calls, uh, slate pot calls, and then the box calls and these scratch boxes. Which yeah. these are an old school style of call, kind of the mix between your box call and your slate pot calls. Well, go ahead and fire that up. Yeah, right. yeah. Let me see. Let me hear what that thing sounds Let's like. Let's see if it's got enough uh, yeah. chalk on it. So all you do is you hold it. Between your fingers like this. Yeah. Keep your thumb kicked out. And then I put BL on the front of it for um, Black Lab. So I you like know that. That, that. I love the name, too, yeah. by the yeah, way. I should have led with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you know this side is up. Because if you could see this side is thin. It's, it's kind of like a harmonica. You got yeah. little notes in there. Well, don't worry about the holes on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's from yeah, the force. Yeah, it's thin, yeah. yeah. So this side is thin, and this side is thick. Yeah. Um. So you hold it where the thick side is up. Put it on your thumb like right. so, and then you could do your clucks, purrs, and all that from this. Same as your box calls and your slate pot calls as well. Right. So go ahead and hit. Get us a, a goose call. Get us a duck call. Get us a crow call. Go ahead and hit all okay. those. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start. All, I ain't yeah. good at the goose calling. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'll tell you what's your much. favorite? I'd love cut downs. All right. But these are very loud. I don't know if you guys want me no, to. No, go ahead and do it. Yeah, we got to yeah, just, just pull it Yeah, yeah, yeah. pull it aside. Yeah. That's, That's cool. cut down. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, 
me fix this. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the cut down there. Um, these are very very loud compared to like your regular you know timbers or open waters, and that's why I like these a lot more. Um, I still run as you can see on my lanyard. This one is hanging on my lanyard. And that's the that's just that's yeah. the first one. You that's did. that first cut down I made. Um, yeah. And the second one I made, I sold to a buddy of mine, and he's been running the hell out of it. I just did redid the uh, the reed and the insert for him. Yeah. Which I do that as well. So if, for any calls, so if anyone comes to me and says, "Hey, I got this uh, Echo call, and I need a new reed on it," you fix it. I fix it. I'll, yeah. You know, of course they're going to buy the reed and they're going to buy the cork, but <clears throat> I still fix them. So I'll, I'll, t I'll retune them if they need retuning. I'll redo the reeds, redo their corks, and everything. That was uh, on your Facebook page. You, you'll retune or tune any yeah. brand. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what yeah, brand yeah. it is. If you if you say, hey, I have this Echo or I have a PS Ult or anything like that, and I need it retuned, I'll retune it for you. Uh, and I'll do what you want it, what like what style you want it to. If you want a little more rasp out of it or mm -hmm. you need a little bit more deep tone out of it, I can, I'll do that for you. It's all about what the consumer wants. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, do you make any of these pre- and sell them out, or do you do it more like made to order? So if I so, call you and say, "Hey, I want a yeah a Mallard, whatever a Drake call." You yeah. Know so right? if I have them already, I do make some. Like yeah. I'll be after work, I'll go into the shop and I'll make a few calls. So if you text me and say, or email me, or call me and say, "Hey, I want a uh, a Mallard Drake call." Yeah. If I have a Mallard Drake call made on the shelf, I'm like all right, well here's a picture of it. This right. is what I got. Um, if they want a sound file, I'll make a video and send it to them it has to be a very short one because facebook's very weird for some reason on sending videos yeah and so is the iphone i tried sending a video of a guy who said he emailed and said hey i bought a woody call from you but i don't know how to run it very well i said okay i'll, I'll make you a video so i made like a six minute video oh that's why six minutes that's a long time yeah, yeah. and yeah. then i tried cutting it down to like three minutes and it was like nah that's, that's too long i was like all right dude you facebook want, said you, that Facebook and my text message. Okay. Yeah. I, th I thought you weird. iPhone users, I thought iMessage would do a three-minute video. Nah, nah. No? Nah. Mm -hmm. Not for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, hey, dude, you want to FaceTime? Yeah. Yeah. So I did that, and then uh, I have a whole list, and I I haven't, I don't think I've put it up on the on TikTok or anything like that, but if anyone's like, hey, I don't know how to run this wood duck call, I'd be like, all right, here's a picture of the different sounds you can do with it. And like the ones you need to do, because the wood duck is very weird. If you do a flying, if certain calls, it'll spook right. them and make them fly away. Other calls will make them content and stay in there. Um, where was I at on that? That's genius. Yeah. What? That's genius. So you have a TikTok for Black Lab? Yeah, it's Black I Lab. Mean, just, yeah, just, yeah, just doing, doing the calls. straight duck oh, calls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of what it is. A lot of my videos on there are uh, me making some of them, like just turning them down and different things like that. And I, every now and then I'll do a live and get on there and do a full build. Yeah. From starting the barrel to the insert to tuning it and all that. It's probably pretty long. Yeah, it's very long. That's why I yeah. do it on the live. Yeah. Um, and then here recently I've been putting a lot of sound files up. That's that's what I think where your money's at is yeah. where you're just doing your, your yeah. call. So I've yeah. been putting a lot of sound files up because a lot of people are like, hey, like I had a guy wanting a wood duck call two days ago. And he said, hey, do you have a sound file from it? And I had to sit here and scroll all the way back through my videos yeah. to try to find a sound file. So. Now I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put it on there. That way, if I just someone send them the link, them, yeah, yeah here it, it is. Yep. Like, here's a sound file like of this call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing here a lot recently. Yeah. All right. Rock, Rocky did say thank you, Rocky, for making me feel a little bit better. He said, "Don't worry, guys. 
he had to school me on all this too. So yeah, that, that yeah. makes me so, feel a so, lot better. So Zach texted me. Zach Russian texted me while we were in twenty minutes ago. Do you sell a set for this? I mean, is there a set like if I'm going to buy duck hunting calls? Are you, are you going to sell me a teal? Are you going to sell me a mallard? Are you going to sell me a, like a box set? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have uh, a great set album. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have a box set. Um, but if you do, like, if someone says, "Hey, I want all of these calls." Yeah. All right, that's going to take me a minute, but I'll get them all to you as fast as I can. That sounds like a really good. I don't. But yeah, the box. box that's set a good idea. Like I'm, a good I'm idea. assuming Zach asked that must be. Do other big brands do that? I, yeah, I've never. Maybe they do. Um, I ain't walked into a store and seen like a box set of. Different styles of calls, yeah. but that is. But they probably good. got a, a mallard and a, yeah. a teal. And yeah, they a, probably come together like two of them. Maybe yeah. I have seen some that are like two different calls, like you, uh, Primos. Right. They do a lot of those. Like you'll walk in and see them where there's two uh, calls in one little package. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's a good idea. Actually, probably would end up doing that. that I was yeah. gonna say, I don't. Again, we're not the duck guys. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you take this lanyard and this is the duck call lanyard, and you put a teal, a mallard, yeah. and Whatever else you want to put on there and for duck hunting, like yeah. sell it as a set. Yeah. That'd be killer. Especially that's a, if the that's packaging a good was idea. legit. Yeah. Where, where, however that goes down. Like, yeah. yeah, you owe us 10% off of that. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, Zach gets probably yeah. – he's got better lawyers. Up. Well, yeah. no, we got, Ty, we got Tyler. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, we're good. We're uh, good. Anyway, we'll figure that out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that does sound like a killer. Yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah. So explain the lanyard. Explain all this because people don't know what this is. Yeah, so I hand make these two. Paracord. Paracord duck call lanyards. Uh, as many drops, which is these things that hold your right. your duck calls, as many drops as you want. I just run four. That's all I. I don't want to carry seventeen duck calls into the woods with me. It depends um, on if we're trying to be like a rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I could all do the, forty. Yeah, no, nah, we don't so need that much. <laughs> these are just the ones. This cut down here goes on it, of course. But these are the ones that I run. I have my mallard, my wood duck, timber, cut down because that cut down is versatile. I can use it open water. So if I'm ever hunting open water, which I rarely do, right. I have that cut down and I'll run it. And that depends on what ducks are flying in your area. Yeah, so mostly I use this little sucker right here, which is my mini wood duck. Right. I use the <clears> heck <throat> out of that sucker because a lot of area, I hunt with Dink, and the area that he hunts, it, which is on his property, wood ducks. Full of wood ducks. Full of wood ducks. Not this year, but um, the years past have been full of wood ducks. Uh, so that's what I run, but I make, that's handmade as well. I make those uh duck totes as well which is basically the paracord lanyard right you just put your ducks you on just it. put your ducks on it throw it over your shoulder and walk out yeah which could be used for like turkey totes a lot of people do turkey totes too um so yeah i do that as well but yeah this is just paracord braided um and all this is on your website yeah, yeah. I, I, and i already shared uh the link to Ooh. the website uh, yeah. earlier. So scroll back up through the comments for you people in the live or the replay. The link is there, but uh, let's see. Is it – it's uh, it's blacklabgamecalls.com, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. go, go there. It'll show up. Uh, and you've got uh, – I could even share it for the people watching right now. Let's yeah. see here. Uh, we'll do a screen. Explain share. the bands. The bands are just putting your name on it? Yeah, or? so I got a guy that um, – it's a website I go to, um, that Brookside Game Calls. Yeah. He he does all my bands. Uh, that's who I use. It's because that's the only guy i found to do them. All I do is I go on there, order the band, whatever color I want, and then type in there like, hey, add Black Lab Game Calls to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they just laser it out. And, and it, I'm sure hardcore duck hunters, they probably label them mallard, green, wood, whatever it is. Or <laughs> I does, just, the, the color have any significance? Or no, no. So this is just the color that I picked with <clears> blue. 
just because I like blue. Yeah. And they didn't have orange, so I went with blue. Um, but I have, you know, your brass bands as well. Yeah. They just don't have anything on them. Um, but you, I can do different colors. So, like if you want a custom, custom call, right? Where you want to have put a business or something yeah, on full it. say on anything. I've done one for uh, <clears throat> somebody who was giving it to their husband uh, for a birthday gift or something. Yeah, and they wanted his name on it. So I said, okay, cool. And I went on there and got it and had them put his name on it. And then had a buddy of mine who had a laser, which is the laser that I have now. Um, he put a little duck flying on. Uh, the call. No way. So it was like a full set of ducks flying. It was on one of the Coca Bolo calls that I made one time. Um, so if you want to go full, full custom on it, yeah, I can go full as full custom as you want. Uh, which if you want to do a real, real custom, I give you full run on anything. Yeah. Uh, so like I have a personal collection of woods, which is this Coca Bolo, um, zebra wood, which the name says what it is. It's, black and white, I'm guessing. Well, it's brown and black, but it's yeah. got zebra stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got your website now on the on the live here. There's sick. a little bit of delay to, for what you see, but yeah. I'm just kind of going to go through here, and, and the people on the live are seeing this as well. But, like, you got it all laid out here, uh, all yep. the different calls that you got. Um, the lanyards. Lanyards, call bags, yep. uh, which I got a few of those, two of those Yeah, look, your here. lanyards here, like 42 bucks. Mm, yeah. Pot like call. Yep. Yeah, yeah, glass pot call. Uh, you can get a gift card on there, too, if you uh, don't oh, want to. Got hats. Yep. You doing a hat, Sue? Yep. So I do, like this hat that I'm wearing currently, I did the patch myself. Um, mm -hmm. I just ordered the hat, and then I put the patches on there. I got a few different types um, that I do. Um, decal stickers I put on there. Uh, I do myself as well. Barrel stickers, if you want to put a yeah, that was at the top. Yeah, if you yeah. want to put stickers on your barrel of your gun, I'll flight canceled. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's when I got on my uh my Sweet. shotgun. It'll be just yeah, I'm gonna go back here in just yeah. a second. You'll see it, but yeah, right there. Yeah, yep, right flights there, canceled. Flights canceled. Yeah. Um, I got a few different types of ones on there, but if you want like something weird. Like Pound Town, like one of my buddies wants. <laughs> Army guy? I no, like it. No, no, just okay. a regular guy. Right, he yeah. wants. He just wants Pound Town. I said, I all right, cool, him. I'll do it for you. Yeah, what are you going to do? Um, uh, Waterfowl Widowmaker? Yeah. For TK yeah. and Mike fans, wait, that goes way back. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched that. Anyway, I did, yeah. yeah, TK and Mike was yeah. a good one. That's old school shit. Old school. Old school yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, tell us a turnaround. So if I want a, say I want a Cedar Mallard call, and I come to you and say, hey, I want a Cedar Mallard call, how long is it going to take you to get that out for me? Probably, I generally tell people if you want a certain call and I don't already have it pre-made, give me about two weeks. Two weeks. And I'll have it. That ain't bad at all. No. Yeah, I try to keep my turnaround times pretty short unless it's like a full-blown, like real custom uh, call. Right. To where I, you got to order something. Yeah, to where, like because yeah. uh, I had a guy message me and he wants a black palm wood. Right. Something special. Something special. And yeah. I don't, I didn't have any black palm. So I said, all right, well, it's going to be a little bit longer, but mm -hmm. as soon as I get the wood, yeah. So your job is about two weeks. The shipping yeah, is up that, to them. It depends on if once I my job takes I tell people two weeks. If it's gonna take me any longer than that, I'll message you and be like, Hey, you know, I need an extra three days or something. Right, right, right. But once I ship it and I give you the um tracking number mm -hmm. that's up to ups right <laughs> right right if you ask for a wood that he doesn't yeah, have in house it, yeah, 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 that yeah, might yeah. be a week to get yeah. it yeah and his two so weeks like the the wood that i ordered the black palm i put in the order that's on the sunday night the same night that that guy messaged me about it and they emailed back and said hey it takes three to five business days to right. ship the wood to you right yeah out of your so control i texted that guy back said hey it takes three to five business days for them to ship it uh once it gets in 
or once they send me a tracking number, mm -hmm. I'll give you a better update on when I can get it done for you. Yeah. And then I, I like to keep people updated. So anything happens, <laughs> if the wood gets delayed or, you know, something, I'll send you a progress picture too. Yeah. So once I get your barrel done, I'll take a picture of the barrel and I'll send it to you and be like, hey, here's your barrel. Do you like it? Right. And then if they're like, yeah, cool, I'll keep working on. And then you send the, the sound file too, right? Yeah. Once it's done, I'll run it and then yeah. be like, hey, does this sound good to you? Which a lot of people will be like, oh, I need a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But it sounds different through oh, your oh, ear, yeah, yeah, through yeah, the phone. Yeah, so yeah, I got to make, I got to tell people like, hey, that's, you know, this is going to sound a little different over the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that little bitty speaker on yeah, your headphone, yeah, yeah you once put it you, in your ear. Once you get it, it's going to sound completely different from what this little sound file does. Correct. But I will send a sound file like, hey, this is what, uh, you know, the mallard, this is what your mallard sounds like. Do you want it more raspy? Well, a good a tone. good set of like headphones or earbuds, because yeah. like yeah. if you just listen to it on the phone, you're not gonna get the low end of anything. Yeah, no, right? anything. And that that reminds me of this whole conversation, like going back to the selection of wood, guitar building, um, and like your your buddy here, Dink. He said, "Black Glad game calls are uh, torture tested, handcrafted, high quality game calls that are budget friendly." Yeah, and you remind me of like a boot, what we call like a boutique amp uh, in the music world, like like uh, orange amps, you probably don't know who that is, but it, mm. way back in the day, they were just this amp company that was building these killer, killer amps, kind of like you're doing, mm. high quality, Just and then now everybody knows who they are. Yeah. I hope that's what happens to I you. I hope it's what it's, happens Because it's a passion too. thing. Yeah. That you're putting the extra time, the work, and like it's a labor of love. Yeah. Uh, and that always shows on the, yeah. the back end, yeah. quality-wise. It so always shows. When I was on uh, where I worked, they give you paternity leave. Nice. Um, so when I was on paternity leave, nice. I was literally in my shop every day making a duck call. I was on doing the TikTok live stuff, mm -hmm. but every single day I'd be in the shop. My wife probably hated me about it, but <laughs> I was in there. I need help with yeah. this baby. Yeah. I You're was like, in there. I was turning the duck call about every single day, and then she would call or text me like, hey, I need you to come in here. And I'd right. stop like, what I'm doing. Sure, there, sure, sure, sure. Do you that. got to. Yeah. yeah. Don't yell at do me. Do what I was doing. Like, hey, you good? All yeah. right, cool. And I'd run back out there. Yeah. So this is every day that I get – after work or if i'm off work i do this like this week i took off because i needed to use my pto or they was going to take it away from me <laughs> what you doing now did you say i'm oh uh, no i don't think i did i'm a mechanic I'm okay a heavy so, equipment mechanic okay so i went from being a helicopter mechanic to heavy equipment still turning wrenches still yeah. turning wrenches yeah. Yeah. good money in that yeah. shit though dude i mean that's a good field to be in yeah so yeah. that's what i do um and then every day i get <laughs> off work i'll come home making these things and i'll go yeah. make a duck call I'll, I'll at least make a barrel uh, where, where are you most active? Like, if somebody wants to message you and say, "Hey, I want this," are you Facebook, Instagram? What, I'm on what? all of it. I'm Instagram's kind of iffy. I don't really get on there too much. Uh, we're on Instagram right now. Finally got yeah, to we're work. live. Yeah. That's where Zach texted me. Maybe that's me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. There I, we go. I do have an Instagram, and I'll post on there. Uh, the same thing I post on Facebook gets posted on Instagram. Um, but if you want to message me about a duck call, shoot it to my Facebook. That's yeah. where most people will send it, and I'll get it almost immediately. Uh, TikTok kind of hides my messages. Right. I don't yeah. really know why they do that. Um, but I'll go on there, and it'll be like, you have a message. And I'll click on it, and there's nothing there. But then you got to search through like seven folders just to get to yeah. the message. So if you're wanting a duck call and you don't want to order it offline, you want a custom one, shoot me a message on Facebook. Okay. I mean, my number's plastered on there. You yeah, can, yeah. Can, I, and I shared the website on the live for people that are yeah. that's you on can, here. You can text me. Yep. Uh, don't call me because if my number, your number isn't saved, I probably I won't answer. Yeah, that's, the, that's the telemarketer's yeah. fault. Yeah. 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 yeah, if you oh. if you call me and it says your name underneath it, right. I'll answer it. But right. if yeah. it doesn't, if it just says a number, mm -mm. yeah, yeah, I'll 
You Understood. Can t- yeah. You get down with emails, or the best way to get you is Facebook? best way is Facebook, or uh, shoot me a message, like text message. If you find my number, it's plastered on my Facebook page, so yeah. you can text me there. But uh, if you send me an email, I'll get it, but probably would be like a day or two before okay. I actually see the email pop up. Yeah. Well, dude, that was a great interview, man. I, I, Killer, I appreciate man. you taking it. I know it was a little bit of a drive for you oh, to come down right. here, dude. But uh, I don't know. I, we're, we're not huge duck hunters. I've kind of done it one time. We got a duck for hunt real. next weekend. Well, hopefully, hopefully the, it doesn't freeze the, over. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're gonna. Uh, it ain't looking good for us. <laughs> but uh, it is one of the most fun hunting experiences I think you can have when you talk about how much you can shoot, right? Yeah. Like versus yeah. deer hunting. Yeah, deer hunting's like you you sit there and yeah. Oh, there's a deer. Yeah. And yeah. you shoot one time. Duck Correct. hunting's like if they're if they're moving, it's a real fun yeah, experience. Yeah, you throw geese and, yeah. and all the other stuff in there. It's 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 a good show. I know oh, yeah. enough about it to know that. So, yeah. It's uh, real fun. That's awesome. But I'm really digging on man the attention to detail, the way it looks like to me it's like it's like artistic. I mean they look yeah, like little projects. Chess pieces over there. Yeah. You know, and and I know you've put love, time and effort into getting them right and uh they they have that collectible vibe like t- do do duck hunters obviously it's a it's a tool and it's a mm-hmm. utility but do they is it a collectible thing yeah. too like yeah when- so there's a, a lot of old school calls get collected and yeah. there's a lot of other ones like ps old keyholes mm-hmm. which uh that's just a certain type of cut that they do um those get collected and people will have them like sitting up on their shelves and things like that so yeah duck calls are for certain people are very collectible they'll use them and then once they retire them they put them put up them on, on their a, shelf on the mantle. yep and then they stay there it's like a little collectible well dude yeah. i hope black lab game calls are one of those that's, yeah i do too that's, that's that part would be, of that no collection doubt. so that would be sick if i could do this full time yeah well you keep pecking away at it oh man. i am your heart's yeah. in the right place and and it seems like uh you know i'm an outsider on the on the call game but it seems like that they look great yeah, they look yeah. great to thank me. You, thank and, you. And if you're willing to back it with a lifetime warranty, yep, we don't have to say nothing else. Just give them the website, <laughs> let them order. Yeah. yeah, and there it is. So y'all hit him up, man. Yeah. Go check him out. Give him a follow on on the Facebook and all the Facebook, other social, Instagram, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you're there, uh, if you're on it, go give him a follow. That helps out people tremendously. Small it costs you nothing. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank you for coming in here today. Yep, thank and you guys. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, we loved it. And uh, everybody watching on the live, the replays. Thank y'all. The audio as well. Go give that guy a follow. Uh, what do we got, Joey, coming up? We got some some cool stuff? Yeah. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> All, but right. Yeah, we got All right. Joey's not there. a man. He's made a few words. <laughs> I got a bunch of schedules. I had to yeah, pull my phone up. I hear, you, I hear you. He's going to keep you all guessing, but uh, we got some good stuff. Thanks, everybody, in the comments. And y'all keep tuning in. We'll keep doing them. Yep. Appreciate it. Later. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app yet, go do it. It's free in the App Store and on Google Play. We have everything covered for a day out on the water. We've got the tides, the radar, tails and scales app. We've got a radio station right inside of it, and it's all free. All of our content is in there. You can listen to the show directly inside of the app. Make sure you keep your notifications turned on so you can stay in touch with us as we go live with guests in the future and plan events. We want to thank our app sponsor, Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you need any legal representation, man, like we said before, give them a call at 228-696-0111. If y'all keep tuning in, we'll keep doing them. We'll see you on the next one. Brown Water Band.